Yo, it's the Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's Davey. How you living, bro? Hey, I'm feeling great, even though it's uh, been cold and gloomy on this 420. Man, why do you always, like, want to snow on 420? Like, it, it pump fakes the snow every 420. You know, not even just 420. <laughs> I noticed it's been, like, raining or snowing on, like, all of the fun... Yeah. Social holidays But real quick though Like last week We had like a 20 minute snowstorm And then it was back to springtime And it was hot as hell After that That's Denver though Yeah Need to uh, make up his mind But it is 420 weekend Out here in Denver Colorado You partaking? You know I. The crazy thing is like I don't even Like smoke Hey You kids Quit slamming my goddamn door Damn mm, Like you mean like You don't smoke Or you don't smoke Cause like there's a difference, man. <laughs> uh, both. Niggas be smoking. Both. Um, you, you know, I, I prefer the uh, occasional libation. Mm. However, <laughs> li- li- look know, at this guy. Word of li- the day: libation. Come on, fam. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> nah, man. I feel like it's kind of like as a Colorado native, I feel like you're kind of obligated to smoke some on Port Twenty. Nah. Nah. Some. No edibles, nothing. No, because like when when I'm high, I'm so antisocial and mm. just paranoid and just in my own world. You on the wrong strain, bro. You better holler at Rhino Supply get you some of that uh some of that uh sativa. Say that. Say say that. What's that I one? said you better holler at Rhino Supply. You see what I did there? Oh, Rhino Supply. Okay, hear that right there. Rhino Supply. <clears throat> <laughs> Alright man, what, what else is going on in the world, bro? Ooh, new, uh, new J. Cole just dropped. New J. Cole just dropped. K.O.D., man. Shouts to J. Cole. I'm calling it a classic already. No, man, that's that's, that. that's what we do in 2018. Yeah, we we let we call albums a classic like 12 hours after they dropped. That's what they do, man. Stay away from they. But nah, <laughs> I, I gave it the nighttime test last night when it dropped at like midnight with the headphones and then the car test. And then I got I to gotta hear it in a social setting. You know how we do. But right. I, I really rock with it, man. Shouts to Cole. I like the the uh, three album in one concept, the whole KOD, was it King's Overdose? King's Overdose, Kids on Drugs, kids on drugs and mm. Killing Our Demons. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Now, let me ask you this. What's up? Do you think that Kendrick, or no, do you think that J. Cole is chasing Kendrick's sound sonically? No, not at all. Because it has a little bit, I'm, hear, I'm hearing something vocally with the, mm. with the singing a little bit, with the putting the... The, with the overdub, I will say because I know I know what you're talking about. What's the track? Uh, Motivate. Mm-hmm. When that came on, I, I really thought it was about to be a Kendrick feature, but it was cold with the voices. Mm. That kind of bugged me out. That that kind of sound like that should have been Kendrick on that track. But I, don't, I wouldn't say he's chasing it. You know what I will say though, and and we're gonna lead that into our guest because he definitely could speak on it a bit. Okay. I wanna I wanna talk about why people. I don't want to say lost love, but people don't rock with jazz the way they used to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's kind of odd. The demographics have shifted a little bit. Yeah, and I want to speak on that. Because, like, Cole, he got a heavy jazz influence in his, in his music. You know, I rock with jazz, so I like it. I vibe with it. Right. But then Cassie be like, oh, man, this is boring with 808 set. So everybody want that trap? Knock. But it ain't that. But we're going to get to that with our guest, man. Right. What else is going on in the world before I introduce him? Let's see. Ooh, I, I've been listening to that uh, that Maya album. Yeah, uh, TKO. I ain't, get to, I ain't get to it yet. Shouts to Maya, man. You know, Maya Sh- always- man, shouts to Maya coming out strong too. Like yeah. that video, she ain't miss a step. They're ready for whatever. Right. She still got the legs. <laughs> what else is going on? <laughs> you know, I haven't really been paying too much to the news. I know that we went to Syria and bombed some stuff. Yeah, shit got crazy um, with that. Are we just going to be on edge for like the next? 
three, two, three years. I decided I'm chilling, bro. Really? Yeah, man. Because I mean, at the end of the day, what I'm gonna do? You know what I mean? Like I can do what I can Vote. do, but I mean, but it, I ain't the one bombing. So it's like I can't, I can't stop a nuke. I'm about to just get this money and chill. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But <laughs> yeah, I said something right there. You, you might be on something. Oh, <laughs> uh, Broncos' schedule was just released. Uh, listen, Broncos, I was looking at the schedule. Come on, man. Don't like, say nothing that's Listen, going. if we're not 13-3 and three mm. with this easy-ass schedule, mm. then we trash. I told myself I ain't going to speak on the Broncos until the end of the season. Like, we have last missed. year was a heartbreaker, man. Shouts to our guys, man. Shouts to B Marsh. Check out whatever episode that was with B Marsh. We don't know the numbers of these episodes no more. <laughs> but shout out to, to that one when he was yeah. on here, man. It's season two, I think. Yeah, it was season two somewhere. So let's see. Yeah, we have the yeah. Y'all gotta stop hurting our feelings, man. Shouts to the Nuggets. Y'all played tough, but y'all set us up for some heartbreaks again. Mm. <sighs> man. Who do you think's gonna take it? I don't know, man. Who y'all got? Anybody I got the Warriors. Who y'all got taking it? Warriors doing it again. Uh, oh, rest in peace to um, uh, Pop's wife. Oh yeah, yeah, Popovich's yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah passed man. away. Damn. But what was? Oh, taking it. I got. I got the Warriors too, man. It's kind of set up right now. Kyrie out of there, so yeah. The East is all shook up. Yeah, man. I don't think the Cavs but are going to pull it off. Speaking of the East, okay. <clears throat> Let's get into it. We got a special guest in the building right here. Mm. Legendary. Legendary. So I'm. I'm. I'm hold on. I'm, I'm gonna say it like how. Uh, like how Doc said it on the album. Mm. So we got the worldwide international <laughs> producer, worldwide international DJ, mm. and the creator of the legendary, the iconic. Hold up, before I even finish that, mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna add this in personally because I'm, I'm a graphic artist, you know, tagger all that. My name graffiti. That's where it come from. As a kid, if I could show you all the notebooks and in in. School supplies that got that damn Wu Tang symbol on that joint because I'm just sitting there drawing it up for no reason. I draw that in that little that little Southside S thing everybody be drawing. But the Wu Tang symbol that's my number one favorite logo of all times and inspired a lot of art. So that's for me. Thank you for that. We got our man Mathematics in the building. Hey, Great make some noise! Make some noise! Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Up, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Happy I'm 420. Good. I'm partaking. Afghani, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> word, word, word. We appreciate you for coming through, man. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. For the people that do not know, been under a rock. Who are you? What do you do? Um, yeah, my name is Mathematics. Um, I'm a DJ. I'm a producer. I'm a DJ for for um. You might have heard of him before, but a, you know. Hip hop group called Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, those, yeah. those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I DJ produced for them cats. You know Word. what I mean? And um, I'm out here, you know, joining 420. Man, how long you been in the game, bro? Ooh, wow. Um, if you start from doing park jams, mm. I was doing park jams since like I was like 15. Basically projects. So we going back to like 87, 86, 87. Wow. So um. Yeah, then as far as, like, doing shows, I got, like, you know, it was a cat from around my way. His name was uh, Mr. X. Mm. He had a joint called, Eric B. Rakim had um, uh, Soul Out, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I Got Soul. He did a parody of it called We Drink Old Gold. Uh. So, you know, but he gave me my first break as far as being a DJ going out doing shows. Like, he was much older than me, but, you know. I used to, you know, at that age, I was, I was, I was getting busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it kind of put you on in the game. Yeah, yeah. Word. So, and that was like '88. Then um, 
Jizza started off as far as with Wu Tang DJing for Jizza. Mm. That was like I started DJ for him back in 1990. Okay. Yeah. Just on the rocket form whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was um, he used to live in Southside at one point. You know, okay. what I mean, I'm from Southside, um, Queens, Southside Queens, and uh, Jizza family. Grew up where I, you know, I knew his family. Yeah. Like, like his aunt Betty was my aunt Betty. That's right. what I called her. But um, the funny thing is, I knew Jizz's like his cousins, but I only heard of him. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I just heard he was like the illest MC ever. So when I finally did get a chance to meet him, because he heard about me too, as far as being a DJ, he needed a DJ at the time. Mm. And um, yeah, when we connected, everything was just peace. And you know, from there, from that day forward. Just, just been rocking rock together forward. ever since. All yeah. the pieces start falling together. Yeah. So growing up in New York, and especially New York in the 80s, I, I would imagine it was pretty much like the wild, wild west out <laughs> there. How were you able to kind of just, you know, stay clear of all the BS and, and everything that was going on and really kind of just keep your head down and stay focused? Like, what was... Or did you? <laughs> but, well, that's the thing. You could never really get around the BS. You know, like, coming from, like, certain places. I mean, coming from anywhere, period. It's BS around. Mm-hmm. This is how you deal with it. It's how, you know, um, and then and then it's like me, you know, I came from a family. I had a lot of older brothers, and um, I grew up around a lot of, like, you know, I got nods when I was young as far as 5%. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, I grew up a lot around a lot of the older guards. Um, um, one of, and then my brother who got me as far as, like, as far as DJing, that, that right there changed my life completely because it's like, you know, I went through all aspects of hip hop. You know, like what? from when I first started seeing it, like I was seeing the B boys, like up in the center doing it. You know, so I'm like, right. yo, start trying to up rock and B boy and all that. And yeah. then, you know, from the tapes hearing them, you know, rhyme because I was I was too young to go to the jams at the time. Right. Start trying to rhyme. Mm. Then I went to the point where it was like, um, you know, for me, I started doing graffiti, start yeah. drawing, doing graffiti and all that. You know, but um. I seen a DJ getting busy. It's a DJ from around my way, Grandmaster Vic. Mm. You know, and um, you know, I got to the front of this particular jam. So from that day on, I knew I wanted to be a DJ. Yeah, yeah. So when I first went and got my, um, you know, I saved up my little scraps. Got me little. I could curse, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Okay, got a little bullshit ass turntable. It was a Gemini, <laughs> yeah, right, but right. it was mine. You know okay, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I was proud of it. You know what I mean? So I remember my brother Dashim came over. And he's seen it, you know. And my mom's helped me, you know. She helped me buy it too. She seen my, you know. So, um, Josh was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, it's a turntable." Yeah. He was laughing like, "Ha!" Ah, you know, I was like, well, "It's so funny," you know. It's a turntable, you know. Right. Trying to show him I could scratch and all that. So he was like, "Ah!" Right. He's like, "That's what you want to do?" I was like, "Yeah." So he broke out. He came back like a few hours later. Like he came in his crew. Like you know, he you know he used to hustle. And, and, you know, so he came back with his crew, and they, they came back with two pair of turntables and a, and a uh, mixer for me. They was techniques. Mm. It wasn't 1200s. Yeah. It was B1s, though. Right. And he was like, you know, he gave me his speech. He, you know, he was like, yo, this is what you want to do. Stay, stay with this. Mm, that's you know real. What I mean? Yeah, don't get into what I get into. Yeah. And I, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what, you know what I mean? That right there was a spark. That and having knowledge. Yeah. I was able to maintain it. You know, you get caught with some bullshit, but yeah, word. Speaking of knowledge, uh, yeah. just coming up five percent. Yeah, is that where you got your name? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Word. A lot of word. mathematics. Yeah, yep. yeah. And especially, um, especially in this, I think in this climate, in this society, like we see so many people walking away from like religion and 
And do you, do you feel like being a part of the five percent was that something that helped keep you grounded? Because I don't I don't think people really talk about it too much, but I think like Jay Z is a five percent, um, Bust is a five percent as well. Do you think that that's something that is it is it a New York thing or is it more? No, it's not a New York thing. It's a universal thing. Okay. I mean, because my name when I first got knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. My name was Shamik Supreme, mm. God of Law. I changed it to Law Mathematics in '91, I think. Yeah, '90, yeah, '91, '92. I changed it to Law Mathematics, and because I just took everything to the foundation where, from where it come from. Everything come from Law Mathematics. Right. Everything is built on a mathematic principle. I don't care what you try to say. Everything, whether it's if you're building. It, it takes mathematics to do that. Right. Economy, mathematics, basic science, just to show and prove certain sciences, mathematics. True. Right. One plus two always equals three. It never changes. It right. shows the truth. Mm. That, that that that's that's it's an undeniable truth. So, mathematics, we got supreme mathematics, and it starts with knowledge, mm. which is the foundation. You got to have knowledge. So if you have knowledge and you have wisdom, that brings about understanding. So that's the same as one plus two equals three. So it's the same principles and concepts. Right. And these are the things that helped me in my life. And I knew a lot of brothers too, like Buster. You know, I know him. You know, I know him as Tahid. Right. Um. You know what I mean? Um. It, it, it's it's a lot of other brothers, but um, you know, it, it, it's a it's a bond. And, and I see something too, like even like with the gangs. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes people like the gangs this, the gangs that, but. Um, in certain senses, they have, I ain't going to say certain senses, it's all senses, they have their morals. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and they, you know, it's a family bond, and it is family for those that don't have a family. Right. But it's it's just like, and it's power. You know, power is just the ability or capability of doing something. So we have to have refined power. We have to take our power and refine it so we can channel it the right way. Right. Instead of the wrong way. And, and, and I think a lot of things is is through being misguided, you know. Um, um, even to the concept, you know, when I say misguided, but, but not by each other, but by a system that's put in place to keep us misguided. Right. You know, right, just right. just from from the things that we see on TV, from from what's emulated about us as people, you know, um, you know, and, and like I, I could I, basic something real simple, right? Something real simple okay. is this, where they t- make you not understand where you really come from. Right. Right? So, when you think of Africa, most of the times, and for somebody, I've never been there. That's one place, I've been all over the world, but I've never been to Africa, but one place i got to go. Yeah. But when I see Africa on TV, or I see it, I look it up on the internet, I see a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of... You know, uh, famine amongst the land. But then, when I see pictures from some of my brothers that went, or from people it's I good. know, I'm like, "Yo, this I don't see this." Yeah, it's one yeah. Of, like the nations. They don't want like, right. uh, continents. Of course, because yeah. it's, it's rich in gold. Mm-hmm. See, see now, and, and getting back to Africa, when I say they don't want us to know this in Africa, you gotta remember is a name that was given to that continent, Africa. And it was given by an individual's name. He was an Italian explorer named Africanos. Mm. Right? So we got to go pre-Africa to learn about ourselves. Even when you start getting into, like, okay, the Egyptians. The original Egyptians was black. We know this because we see what they painted on the walls. We see what they sculpted. We see, 
you know, you see yeah. everything. But then they tried to just like even recently, you know, they did the Nefertiti. Yeah, when they did like yeah, all reconstruction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try to remix it. Yeah, yeah see, hella see, flagrant. See, yeah. but this is all a part of whitewashing, which has been done constantly, but systematically as well. Because when you don't know your origin, and when you think, okay, you think of Egypt, but if you go to Egypt now, yeah, right, and it's still in Africa, you see mostly Arabs. Mm. And it's become an Arab nation. So people will be like, no, the Egyptians are Arabs. But no, you got to remember, they came in and they, they they conquered. They was the ones that started the slave trade. So we're going back, I think, to 765. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 765. So so the, the the concept of us being slaves is is something that started... You know, before you can you can't pin it on a white man, right? Right. right. You know, it was started by the Arabs who they call sand niggas. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, I hear it. But but then it's also a game of separation because we are all the same people in all reality. But you start separating and pitting one against the the other. See, that's how you do it as a people. But with us, because we don't know our history, or, or, or you know, to go back to the royalty, the kings, or you know. Things of that nature right. and individuals, right. you get caught up in, you know, like how Jay Z is grown up rap, yeah. Right. But what yeah. he said in 444, right? But he said, uh, you know, you out there defending the block. He's like, take your money and buy the block. Right. Because mm, right. it's a misconception to even think that this is your. Like, I, 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 I was born Southside Queens and I loved it because it made me who I am, but I understand that much about it. At one point, I repped it on some, like, yeah, yeah, got us divided. Because now it's like, oh, I'm from Southside Queens, but this dude is from Hollis, Queens. Right. So it's like, we can't be cool. Yeah, I can't rock with you because of that. Right. Yeah. But but we, we living in a whole... Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, living in a, we living in places that they call projects. Mm. It's a project. It's been a project. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, getting back to just, like... With the gangs, and I say so. It's a it's something that they make it where it's not cool. Yeah. To know anything, right? So yeah, you want to be cool. You want to be the coolest dude on the block. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes they'll even say, you know, like if you if you you know demonstrate any form of like intelligence or articulate, then they say, oh, you you're acting white or you're talking white. Yeah. Or they try to put some color uh, some sort of like label or racial label yeah. on it and really like intelligence doesn't have a, a, a race or a color right. Right. right see see and that's the psychological warfare that's going on within us yeah that's keep us separated because I know when I was coming up that's part of what attracted me to the five percent nation because it's like you have brothers that was dropping it and it's mm. like yo and, and, and you know it, it was a day and time when it's like you know like for me growing up like brothers used to send me to the library Go study, God. It's like I, I was young. I wanted to hang out with the older gods. I wanted to smoke. You know what I mean? I, right. I wanted to have yeah. a drink. Nah, yeah. you can't have it. Like, what's today's mathematics? Yeah. Ask me a lesson. Go get some knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and, and and it's not about that nowadays. Like you know, even Russell Simmons in his book when he said, you know, he brought up the five percent. He was like, yeah, I thought they was the coolest ones on the block. Yeah. You know, and we had a bond too. Right. Still got a bond between you know the brothers that are brothers, and it, 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 it and it's kind of it's the same way. It's like I'm for my brother. 
It's like how you saw that 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 joint. And dude was like, yo, if I rob somebody, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, my man's gonna rob somebody. If I gotta die, yeah. I gotta <laughs> die. Yeah. But, but I get what he's saying because I just lost a good brother. His name is Alar Real, mm-hmm. right? He's song on Grits or on Rizza album. Okay, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he's on a few of my joints too, but he's actually, you know, he's an older guy. Now, his, you know, my lightener. That's his enlightenment. Okay. Right? And right. he got it from Justice, who left the mosque with the father. Right? Now, Law of Real, I remember it was because when he just passed, right? It's a brother, you know, me that I grew up with. Right. And, you know, he brought up a situation. It was a certain situation where, you know, Real knew me already, you know, because he was hanging with me, right? And uh, he didn't know this brother yet. Mm-hmm. So this brother got, he was a good brother, though. And he got into something, you know, with a female. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, we was at a barbecue the day before, right? Everything good. They start cracking jokes on each other. Right. Right? So it's like, she couldn't take it no more, so she got up and she mushed him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right outside. So, so he, you know... I, so he gets up and goes after her. He's chasing her around the, 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 the table or whatever. But when he catches her, he, he slapped fire out of her. Nah. So the next day, right, we walk into the store to go get some more 40s. It's me, Alarrell, and his brother. And uh, car pulls up. Girl hops out. Two dudes hop out mm, with problems. guns. Yeah. Wow. Put it right in our face. Right, so she was like, "No, not him. Him say not me. Yeah. Him pointing it like him." Right. So Law Real asked me. He said, "Yo, guys, he worth it?" I said, "Yeah, that's my brother." He stood in front of him. He got in front of him. It's like, "Yo, if you gonna kill him, you gotta kill me first. Wow. That right there. Stopped everything. It's like they didn't even know how to act. They didn't know how to react. I didn't even know how to react. Yeah, you I'm, see I'm, something like that, you like, all right, that's too real. Let's keep yeah, moving, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it, you know, the power, of the truth is like when it's facing you in the, in the face, and you got a brother there that's willing to. He's gonna put his life. And he's put his life there in front of him because he asked me, "Was he worth it?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, he's worth it." Whoa. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's interesting, too, because I always was drawn to the whole 5% nation. You know, like a lot of my people's on the East Coast rock with it heavy. But over here, I came up around the gangs, you know what I'm saying? Bloods, Crips, whatever. And so I kind of correlated the two because at the end of the day, like they, it might not have been for the right purposes, but they kind of had them same morals. It's like, all right, this is my block. These are my peoples. We protecting each other. Nowadays, it's kind of just wild out here. Like, it's, it's no ethics or morals behind that side of it. Nobody get no money. It's just, I like blue, you like red. That's it. Do you see, do you see being in the game so long? And speaking on hip-hop and just in, in, the, in the culture, do you think a lot of the youth out here is kind of just misguided? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because they're being fed. It's like, when I was younger, right, we had Public Enemy. Right. Right? We had NWA. Right. We had, you know, Poor Righteous Teachers. Right? We had Cool G Rap. Right. We had Kid and Play. So you had all types of 
diversity in the music. Right. So, and you appreciated it all. Right. You know, just like when you were speaking earlier about the jazz. Now, jazz was a popular, big popular music at one time. Definitely. You know, for, and, and, and from jazz birth blues. Yep. Then blues birth rhythm and blues, which birth hip hop. Right. So we like the bastard children, but that's how it goes. It's like yo, when you start looking down your family tree, right? You might remember your grandfather, but you don't remember your great grandfather like that. Right. You hear things about him. Right. Be like yo, that yo, like your, your great grandpa. He's a hell motherfucker right there. You hear things about him. But, it, it, uh, you know, that, that's just kind of my analogy with the music. Yeah. Uh, it, but the only difference is that we can actually take the time, and, and people will do it eventually if you live long enough, start going back to different music. Because you'll start hearing things in life like, yo, that sounded all right. right. You could have been on a plane and heard something or just walking like, what the fuck is that? And now you got Shazam and all that, so you could just like Shazam it, and then yeah. you go listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's there to be found. You know, all things, you know, goes in a, a, what we say a cipher, a circle. Mm-hmm. So when things, it'll come, it'll come back, and and every day doesn't resonate with everybody, right. and everything is not for everybody. Right. You know, you know, the only thing that's for everybody is the truth. Other than that, everybody got a, you know, opinions. Yeah. You know, yeah. what you like is what you like. You know, it's like an asshole. Everybody got one. <laughs> right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So you know, but like they say, what makes you shit don't make me shit. Right. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, but jazz, you know, is dope. I love soul. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What I've, what I've kind of noticed as well, and, and this may be just a theory, but uh, especially with technology, you know, it's it's so easy to get content directly to the consumer, whereas, oh, you know, back then you probably had to, you, you know, go through one of the OGs to kind of learn, like, production or to learn about hip-hop or learn about rap or to get into the music scene. Whereas now, if you just have a computer and you have uh, internet, oh, you, you know, yeah. you can just upload. You don't even have to be a student no more. You yeah, just, you don't, exactly. You don't yeah. have to be a student. You just do whatever and post it directly to the internet and people oh, yeah. see that and yeah. you could do some crazy pranks or, you know, you do some, some boom gang or whatever <laughs> yeah. and and then you, you get a following from that and you and you never really have anyone above you to kind of cultivate that talent. <laughs> right, right. So, so I think that might be something that happens. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we didn't have the, um, even on YouTube to look something up to, to see how it works. Yeah. When yeah. I first got my ASR 10, I, I lost the book. I left it on a plane. I remember I read like the first few pages. I put it in the back seat and I left it on the plane. Mm. So and I never got it back. Uh, so I had to figure it out on my own. Right. But that's how we always had to do in hip hop. We had to figure shit out on our own. Yeah, innovation. It's like, yeah. My, yeah. Doing, he's doing um, park jams. That was word of mouth. Uh, just hearing the music. It's like hooking up to the pole. We know how to hook up to the pole. Right. I remember we was trying. We couldn't get it. <laughs> right. But but it was another DJ out there, you know, um, DeWitt, he, he, you know, he came, seen what was going on, and he actually showed us how to do it. Right. You know what I mean? So, bow, hooked up, figured that shit out. That's how we go. That ride. guidance, though. Yeah. I think it goes to, uh, not to cut you off, but yeah. back to the J. Cole album, the outro was at the 1985. Yeah. That was pretty heavy, because what it was is it's a response to a diss track from one of the younger artists. Uh, allegedly Lil Pump since he oh, dissed J. Cole. Uh, <clears throat> but it wasn't necessarily a diss. It was more so of a teaching. 
Right. Like he was trying to give him the understanding, like, look, what you're doing is cool. I respect you getting money, but down the line, this is what you're gonna need to do to really, you know, maintain in this game and just become a man. So he laid it out perfectly. And I think with those instructions and just the melody and like I said, that jazz feel, it gives you a certain vibe that you wouldn't get over a, a, a Metro booming track. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, and also see. these rappers, they, they come and go too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, nah, now, nah, see, that's why they mass produce like that. They, mm-hmm. they made it so it's simple, so anybody can do it. Yeah. So when you act up, it's like, all right, bye, bring the next one. Yeah. Or you know, it's like they, they couldn't do that back in the days because everybody had a different talent. Everybody was unique. Mm-hmm. You couldn't replace a DMX. You couldn't you couldn't replace a method man. You couldn't right. replace. It's like the people would go crazy. Like, yeah. who the fuck is this? Right, right. <laughs> you couldn't do that. So it's like you know, labels had a lot of people, a lot of groups that they could not control. But you got to think about it. Two artists are you can't control them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them what they are. You gotta let them be them. Like Old Dirty was like that. Yeah. It's like I remember. Like I knew Old Dirty for years. And, like, you know, you see certain shit. And I see, you know, like, like you know, so me and him, we used to go through it sometimes. Right. Because I would say something to him. And, and it's like, you know, at the same time, though, if to tell him to tone it down, he wouldn't be who he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's nice. like, yeah, so it's like you got to let people, I learned, like, you got to let people be who they are. And just accept them for that. So, an artist, you got to let an artist be an artist. Right. And they don't want that. They, they want to be able to control you, manipulate you, rob you. You know, look what they did to Prince. Yeah. Right? And his death is two years now, and, and they're still saying it's an investigation. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know. Yeah, I have my theories about that as well. Because when you look at a lot of the artists who reclaim their masters. They die. Mm-hmm. Out of there. They pass away. Yeah. It's that control, man. Yeah, it's that's big business. Yeah, it's like Mike had the Beatles catalog. Yeah, the Beatles catalog. Mm. Come on, that's that's next, could, next level business. Like that's. But you notice <laughs> as soon as soon as Mike passed, you seen they had the Beatles. I seen the big billboard. Yeah, they, sell, they were selling the music again. Yeah, mm. man. Circle of business, Prince. Prince, you couldn't even get his music on the internet. Yeah, he was alive. That's true. Now, now once he's passed, it's all over the internet. Man, and then, and then, now that I'm older, when I went back and kind of just looked through Prince's story as well, it it made sense why he changed his name to the symbol and why he changed his name to the artist formerly known as Prince. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like something just weird and artistic he was trying to do. Like he was, nah, he, was he was battling with the labels yeah, over over yeah, trying to use freedom. Like, yeah, hold on, yeah. So I can't use my name. All right, I'm a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but brilliant. Man. To tap back into the music, man, and, and just how we talking about surviving in the game. Y'all said from the jump, Wu Tang is forever, and Wu Tang clearly ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. After all these years, like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, when you hear a mathematics beat or you hear RZA, you just know it's that Wu-Tang sound. Like, what's the what's the process or the vibe or the mode you got to get in when it, when it's time to, to get in there and cut these tracks? Uh, you just got to be yourself. See, see, that's the thing about it. Like, how you were saying, even, like, today. Like, I like, I like some of that music out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to have more diversity because everybody can't always want to... 
be lit or turned up like right. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta mellow out. Sometimes, yeah. you know, it's good. It's therapeutic. Music is therapeutic. Mm. So sometimes you have to recharge, and certain songs ain't gonna have you recharging. Right. But certain people is their vision is or tunnel vision is so like this is all they want. This is it. This is it. And it's you know that's like you go to the supermarket and you buy the same. You buy apple every day, but it's oranges over here, pineapples yeah. over here, water. But you never, you never even you seen them. Right. But you like, I don't like how I look. Yeah. And since you eat the apple every day, the orange is yeah. trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's apple is that's how it goes. Yeah. We don't, man, we don't fuck with oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep the oranges over there. Yeah, you love me, man. To follow up with that, so what is so describe to us like your your creativity process when it comes to production? Is it do you just you sit down at the MPC or you sit down um, you sit down at the keyboard and you just immediately you just start with the drums or I don't do have you a, just you go through records and you're listening to samples? No, I don't have a. Uh a certain process because every track is different. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's inspiration. It's like what inspires you. It's like you know, you can hear a, a weak track and it'll inspire you. Be like, what? Mm. Let me go make something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or facts. Yeah. Or, or it's just and music is an emotion. It's emotions. So it's moods. So if you're in a certain mood, it's like, let it out. Like, you know, that's what I do. I, how, what I'm feeling, let that shit out. Mm. So if I'm feeling like I'm on some, like, like perfect example, I did Cobra Clutch. I remember that. I was, I was, I was, I was mad, mad than a motherfucker. Went through some shit at home. <laughs> like, you get the fuck out of here. Mm. Flew out to Cali. <laughs> Went out there and I, I, Cobra Clutch is the first thing I made. You that put that shit. emotion in the music. Yeah, yeah, even the screams. I was like, I need some, need some, ah. <laughs> <laughs> put it right up in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's your favorite track? That oh, you yeah. done? Stole my question. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I produce? Yeah. My favorite track right now that I produce is uh, Lesson Learned. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that one right there, it, for me, I think that's my best rendition of a, like, of a sample that's not a sample. Yeah. So it's like, it, yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, I put that one together. It's like, yeah, that's like my favorite. Second one is Mighty Healthy. Okay. Well, man, I'm glad you mentioned that with, with Lesson Learned because I was going to ask about that, especially with the new the new Bull Project. Like a lot of those, it's, it's no samples, right? Yeah, no samples. Nothing yeah, samples. yeah. I always wonder with the Wu Tang tracks, man. Like, how was the clearance process and all that? With especially with like the Kung Fu flicks and all that. But you had to you had to do renditions of samples for the whole album. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Wow. That's talent. <laughs> That's talent for real. And I've heard about, um, in, in terms of like sample clearance, I've, I've heard that some producers don't even clear the sample. They try to just, you know, they try to just sneak it past, and then they wait till, you know, they they get a, a cease and desist or. A, yeah, but so you know what too though. Certain certain shit, I guess certain things you might think might go under the radar. Certain shit, certain shit is a big hassle process. Like, well, they find me, whatever, let them come get me. But certain shit too, there's <laughs> some bullshit out there. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that I can't really speak on because I'm going through it right now. But it's <laughs> some bullshit out there, some real bullshit. I, I really want to tell the story, but I can't. But I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back and be like, yes. Yeah, we got that taken care of. <laughs> yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta tap into this story. I know you've told it before, but it's just 
my favorite about the actual Wu Tang logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, man, like, what the hell? <laughs> you, how did that come about? And it's specifically what you got paid for it. Okay. Let's tap into that. Specifically? Okay. <laughs> it came about because I did Riz's first stickers for him when he was on Tommy Boy. You know, he knew I did the graffiti. And, um, you know, when this Wu-Tang thing was forming, it was just like, you know, you know, we had discussions about certain logos and shit like that. And, um, you know, did a couple of sketches, but then it just came to the point where Riz was like, yo, getting these joints printed up tomorrow. I need that logo. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Tomorrow? He's like, yeah, tomorrow. I was like, all right. So, um, yeah, I was living in 40 Projects at the time, right off of South Road, 159th, right? I went down to Suffin and 121, got me some chocolate tie. Then <laughs> <laughs> he got me a Philly Blunt, got me a 40 ounce of Old English. Went in, smoked, drunk. Then I did it on the floor, knocked it right out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he just. Whipped up the Wu Tang logo on the floor real quick because yeah. Rizzo needed to print it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's and now it's everywhere. People got that shit tatted. Yeah, on their face. Yeah, that's crazy. Now Rizzo got paid four hundred dollars for it. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wild, crazy. Bro. And that was back then. Yeah, yeah, that was back then. That's wild. That's wild. How do you feel about the whole uh, Martin Screlly and the the Wu Tang album that he purchased for a million dollars? I think I think Sessions got it right now. Um, okay. Right. Uh, Jeff Sessions. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seized it from him because he locked up. Yeah. So might might be you know. Man, might, might hear it. Have you heard it? I'm not. I've never heard it in this whole entirety. I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard pieces of it. That's wild to me, bro. Like, what, man, come on. Jeff Sessions got a Wu-Tang album that we want. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he, he probably listened to it right now. Yeah, he jumped uh, right yo, now on 420. Oh, yo, yo, did y'all see that? Um, <laughs> really? y- y'all, yeah. seen the, y'all seen the joint? Um, like you know, Sessions. Meth and Ghost just took the picture with, um, yeah. with, with what's his name? Kami. Kami. No, James. James Comey. 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 Wow. So speaking of which, how do you feel about the current political climate? Is it anything that you're worried or concerned about, or are you at a point oh, where you've, you've, you've seen presidents just come and go, and it's kind of just you're more just secure in? Yeah, presidents come and go. Um, some some stay longer than others. Um, you know, I just you know it's it's a song and dance, man. You know, it really is. You get caught up in it. Don't mm-hmm. think you don't because. You have to be concerned because, right. you know, moves and shits is happening. Major moves is happening. But, you know, when Obama was in, Obama, he put a lot of things in, in, in the place that, that really helped, like, even to the environment, helping the environment. Um, Trump came in, you know, you know, a lot of things can change that people don't even know. It's like it's like they show you this, but over here, they, it's like, oh, they didn't drop all that clean environment. It's like now you can just. You, oh, you can. Oh, yeah, you can throw the toxic waste right. back in the in the water over here. Yeah. You know, it's all right. There's not, you know, no consequences behind it. You know, what I mean, so it's a lot of things going on. So I think, you know, what Obama fixed and the shit that they didn't like in the first place, they got this dude in here tearing that shit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and he's so caught up in a lot of controversy. You know, I said a long time ago, I was like, yo, it'd be, you know, you know. 
he might get impeached. He might, mm. you know, and, you know, if he go through through the process, they might get him out in about two years, you know, and it's only it's been about two years. Mm-hmm. But he would have did his damage. Yeah. Right. And then who, who comes in next? Mm. Pence. Right. He becomes president. Which and then if he's Pence, worse. But then if he gets caught up in the Russia thing too, then then it's the Speaker of the House. Yeah. Yeah. And he ran for president before, Paul Ryan. Right. Mm. But Paul Ryan, he's trying to, I think he's trying to retire after this. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it's just it's all a circle, though. Because that was my thing when when he first got in <laughs> office. And uh, we was like, yo, if he get impeached, his, his man is next. You know what I mean? So you got the guy that's it's fucking it up, not knowing what he's doing. It's a terrible And you get the dude up. that kind of knows what he's, he's doing. doing. That might be even worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, man, I don't know. We, 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 we making it out of here. We making it out of here. Mm, so what? So if you could have given uh, any advice to mathematics twenty years ago, what's, what's something you learned now that you wish you would have known? Known then? <laughs> Shit, I've been talking to that nigga every day. <laughs> like yo, yo, what the fuck you doing? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. You live and you learn, but mm. that's the that's the thing about it that you you learn, mm. you use everything. As it's an experience, don't keep doing the same thing, right? Because you get the same results. So it's like, yeah, you live, you learn, and you just apply it. Yeah, and you, you know, you give it off. You give it off to your kids. It's like, you know, like that's what I do. I give it off. I give it off to my my kids. I hope they get it. I yeah. Like, I may not get it now, but just remember I told you this. All right. That's crazy how that works, man. Because now that I'm getting older, like all the little. Cliche sayings and everything I would hear back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what was it? A bird in the hand. He's two in the bush. Yeah, like all that little stuff like that. I was like, man, get fuck out of here with that. (laughs) Every day I'd be like, yo, that makes sense. I'm in a situation where all that just starts to compute. And I'm like, wow. And it's crazy. Like you said, it's knowledge, man. Yeah, Yeah, I don't even have kids and I've become my parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how that works, bro. You must be getting on yourself, huh? I just find myself just... If I see a light left on, I just turn it out. And I I say to myself, like... Self? Self? Do you got got light bill money? I'll I'll drive by McDonald's like, oh, I want some McDonald's. (laughs) Dave, do you got some McDonald's money? (laughs) No, not this week. No, man, that's that's maturity, bro. That's maturity. Yeah, but when it wasn't your dime, it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter at all. You was upset you didn't go, right? Yeah. You you mad at your pops like this nigga ain't going to McDonald's again? Yeah. Like so like so much makes sense. Like I, now, I was bugged at, out though is when you all like I got hella kids man so y'all know hashtag <laughs> hella kids hella you got a whole tribe yeah man you know like when when you start saying them things and you think about it because I do that all the time I'm like damn I'm saying everything my mama said to me that pissed me off mm. I'm like damn I'm, I was fucking up when I was a kid <laughs> and it just started to click and like my kids ain't even you know what I'm saying they ain't got to do half the shit I. Had. They gotta do nothing I had to do growing up Straight up They good But it's like man Like I'm spoiling y'all And y'all still doing this type of shit Imagine how I was When I was really just out here wilding Yeah I can't believe it <laughs> see, see but you know what it is too though It's like I, I learned too Through experiences It's how you tell somebody something Yeah that That's the most important part Because It was a disconnect Between me and my parents So you try to make sure you don't have that disconnect with your kids. Yeah. So, uh, like, I talk to my kids about everything. Like, everything. It's like, 
and I make sure I tell them things again and again. It's like even like like you know what like one of my seeds, right? <laughs> he a trip because he knew he was gonna get it. Right. <laughs> so she, he was like, "Yo, why why you tell daddy? You know he's gonna give me the speech." I was like, "That's right. <laughs> if you know I'm gonna give you the what speech, I'm gonna give you." And he sat there and he said it. I was like, "Wow. So if you know it, why why did you do it anyway?" Right. Right. You just did all that talk, you ain't got the answer. Yeah. It's like because you wanted to. That's why. That's all. You just went this according to. Yeah. But you knew the consequences for it. Mm. That's all. As long as you know the consequences, now you know what you got to deal with. Right. How you decide on that yeah. is on you. Yeah. 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 Don't get in. Don't don't be one of them niggas. The shit get hot. Yeah. You, you knew what you was doing when you started. Right. And be like, well, you know what? Such and such is with me too. It's like, nah. It's like, hold that. Yeah. It's like, yo, when you left your crib, you knew y'all was planning to rob the motherfucking ATM. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like, right. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you knew it. Right. So, it's like, now to start trying to cut deals, and nah, it's like, you have some consequences. Laying it. You know what I mean? So, I always teach my, 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 you know, my kids that. It's the decisions you make. Yeah. And if you know how I'm going to deal with it, then... You made you still made that decision. Right. It's like, well, I'm supposed to be soft now. Right. You know? And, and and for me, like, you know, it's like things that hurt them hurt me. Definitely. You know what I mean? So it's like my, my punishments would be like and and I gotta stick to it too. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, like you could have been going somewhere, you know, you could have yeah. been going to Disney. That'd like, be the worst like, shit. Nah, man. You, you can't go. Damn, now we go. can't go get pizza because you want to act crazy. Can't go. I wanted some pizza. Damn. Oh nah, but but you know what though? I don't punish my other seeds. Yeah. It's like nah, they going. Nah. It's like it's like you go you you go chill with grandpa. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you know, and you don't want to do that. Yeah. But it's like you know. You but you don't do it. Yeah, because you want them to grow up knowing it's consequences of things you do. Right. And one wrong decision can lead you behind bars. Or in that grave. Mm-hmm. And when we was younger, we didn't give a fuck. Yeah. We, that's what they say. They say the same shit. Like if I if I die, I don't care. Yeah. I, what the fuck? I, I, I wasn't supposed to. I wasn't supposed to see twenty four. Nigga, tell you that shit. Yeah. And I felt that shit before too because I remember that was a statistic right. that we was taught that young black males won't live to see the age of twenty four. Right. I remember celebrating. I made twenty four. Now fuck remember, does that? Yeah, I remember yeah. that too. Twenty five. Yep, twenty five. We went hard. See? Yeah. So, so see what I'm saying? So it's like that's how they thinking. So when when nobody when some they got nothing to die for, how do you break the barrier? Mm. They don't want to hear man. shit you gotta say. Right. Mm. So and now that's so, being translated into music. I won't say now because you know everything. It, it always has yeah, been. Yeah. See, yeah. see, the only difference between us and them is that we did make it, we did live. Mm-hmm. So now our experience is greater. Yeah. And the longer you live, the more you learn. Right. That's just the actual fact. So, so yeah, we got a chance to learn a lot more, and things happen within time, and. That's you know that's the thing. Like, how do you connect right. with them? Dealing with the time that they think they have because they don't care. Yeah, damn. So being a father in hip hop, do uh, do your kids do they try to use the mathematics name or the Wu Tang name to you know <laughs> to try and you know open some doors or get some clout or do they more or less try to 
take their own path. No, nah, I always tell them to take their own path. Okay. It's like I would never let t- tell them to tell nobody. I got like, my dad's like, mathematics. Can yeah, I'll nah, be like, don't tell nobody. Don't <laughs> tell nobody. Going, you know, um, you know, even like going to parents conference and all that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, but then you get some true diehard fans that'll be like, yo, you uh. <laughs> <laughs> But then it changes for my child, mm. and it happened to all to, to all of them at a certain point. And I'd be like, "See, so sometimes it, it, you know it might be favorable, right. but then again, it, it might be negative." Yeah, you know what I mean? Some because people deal with more of emotions than what they're supposed to be doing intelligently. Right. So, yeah. Can you imagine that? I'm looking from a teacher's aspect, though. I'm like, wait, that's your dad. <laughs> So my homeboy over here produced. <laughs> 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 Slot of my ad name real quick. Man, it's crazy. This has been a heavy episode, bro. But yeah, this is really dope. You dropped tons of knowledge, of course. But final question, just one piece, knowledge, love, advice, whatever that would be that you would leave with the world, what would that be? Yeah. Listen. Take the time to listen sometimes. Listen, you learn, you know. Sometimes it might be a waste of time depending on who you're dealing with. But uh <laughs> that's fucked up to say. <laughs> it's real. Some motherfuckers will waste your time. But um at the same time you gotta be patient. Yeah. You know. Listen. Cool, cool. And as far as uh social media, how can people connect with you? How can people follow you? Where are you active at? Oh, um, Instagram, Mathematics Wool, Facebook, Mathematics Wool. Uh, what else? Uh, Twitter, Mathematics mm-hmm. Rule. Okay. That's right, yeah. Word. It's Mathematics Rule across the board. And those, I think, the only three platforms right now. Word, word, word. And anything else you want to uh, plug or shout out? Yeah, um, you know, The Saga Continues is out right now. If you ain't got it, go get it. Wu-Tang, The Saga Continues. Um, you know, um, Wu-Tang will be coming through to a city near you soon. So when you hear us coming, you know what I mean? Y'all make sure y'all go support. And we're working on a few things. There's a few things coming in the work. I think people really, you know, I want to I say, you know, but I can't right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's but, more than secrecy. Yeah, it is. You know, it's just that when you start saying things, people start waiting on it. Yeah. It's like, nah, just drop that shit. You know, when, you get, when it's ready and you know it's coming and yeah. you got everything ready to go, then be like, yo, such and such, such and such, you got your date. Right. And ain't no pushing it back. Right. Mm. Shit, right. well, man, we appreciate you coming through. Let's make some notes, my man. Mathematics. Thank you. Have a good time. It's Life is Dope Podcast. I'm Graffiti. And I'm David. Skirt. We out. So.